Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good anything, wherever you are in the world. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Living Well on AdaZen.fm. It is Friday, January the 16th. And whether you are listening live on today's show or in the future, I just want to thank you for joining us. We are having a really good time already in the chat room with all the amazing people who have jumped in. And if you would like to join us, please do that. You can uh, look at the top of your screen if you're already on a to zen.fm. There are some phone numbers and the U.S. just dial 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. And in the U.K., <laughs> 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. Wow, how much fun are we going to have this morning? Goodness gracious, our topic today, I am jumping right in because I just can't wait, and I know that an hour is just not going to be enough time to have a conversation with this amazing woman. Our topic is joy and other four-letter words, <laughs> <laughs> and I get to talk to the amazing Crystal Joy Crawford today. Crystal is a certified access facilitator and access consciousness facilitator. Sorry, dear. She is a seeker, a wayseer, a creator of change and transformation. And of course, she does all of this by being incredibly serious and making it all significant. <laughs> wink, wink. Because <laughs> that's how we change things on that's this planet, eh, Crystal? <laughs> yeah. Welcome, beautiful friend. How are you this Hi. morning? I'm so good. How are you? Oh, I am so, so happy to have you with us today. And thank you for waking up early on the West Coast. <laughs> well, I know. And for me, 8 o'clock is like, oh, my God, I'm so early, you know. <laughs> well, it's funny because we, my, my friend Heather and I are here in Napa, and we, had, we just had an amazing time last night. We had no fun at all. We didn't oh, laugh or a lot, you know, yeah. or, or carry on on the streets of Napa. So. Right, right, because it's just not allowed. Yeah. yeah. No, you just don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for, for being here. You know, it, I'm going to give our listeners just a little bit of the backstory. Not that we have to have a backstory, but I love how this <laughs> came to be. <laughs> Crystal was doing some amazing um, wow creation, let's say, uh, a few months back, and... Um, and she did. She made a very generous offer of uh, half-hour sessions with her after a telecall that she did, and so I took her up on that offer. And she and I just like practically the whole time. Every time I listen to that recording, Crystal, all I can do is like giggle. The whole time we're <laughs> laughing, like really out loud. And every so often we say some words. <laughs> I hope folks aren't going, oh, if that's what I'm in for. We're just going to have laugh therapy today, if nothing else. <laughs> You're going to have really sore cheeks at the end of the hour. Um, but it was really, 
one of the things that that I like was opening for discussion was um, being way too loud, way too noisy, and I was still like finding places that I was trying to contain myself and control myself and rein it in. And we had this delicious conversation around all of that. And so um, my first uh, kind of play with the topic. I, I knew I, I knew I wanted to have Crystal be a guest on my show. And um and as we were talking about the noise, um what I wondered was the making a joyful noise kinda came to me after we had that conversation. And so a couple of months went by and Crystal has continued to just have amazing change and transformation in her life and I know you share a, quite a bit of that on your Facebook thread, and and so uh, for any of you who don't know Crystal already, um, just check out Facebook and her page on Facebook. She's got some beautiful writings and lovely um, discussions around things that she's been choosing and creating. And so, how does it get even better? And when you proposed this now, because you have a book coming out, oh my gosh. How amazing are we going to get to have a show today? So joy and other four-letter words, where did that come from for you, Crystal? Oh, my gosh. I've just been, uh, I mean, to tell another story of, you know, <laughs> just raising Cain a little bit. Well, and this is what's funny is what's raising Cain is just being as loud and as joyful <laughs> as I truly be. Um, when I uh, when I first got married, it was, I was about 27 and moved up to Canada one of the things that became really, really obvious about me was that I was American. <laughs> well, <laughs> and um, because I, I, I asked too many questions, I was too loud, I laughed too loud. Oh, and I, in particular, uh, oh, I know, it was terrible. And one of, one of the things I remember distinctly was going to a show downtown. And it was one of those, you know, big Broadway shows. It was beautiful. And because I'm so aware of the nuance in everything almost everything makes me laugh because mm-hmm. I get all the understory I get all the back and I get the energy of it immediately you know and it, and, it, and so I laugh easily and I laugh really loud and the people in front of me started turning around and um, my husband at the time kept getting really embarrassed about how loud I was laughing mm-hmm. and at that point I chose to start turning it down and I really didn't want him to be embarrassed, and I wanted to be a good wife, and I was really trying to fit in, and and I started really turning myself down. You know, in in my jobs, I you know I stopped asking the questions that were just normal to me, and I stopped. I really kind of I just stopped being myself. Mm-hmm. And that sticks out to me because in my next relationship, um, that was one of those things that came up as something that you know, and I, and I didn't have access yet, so I was just trying to find what was going to make me happy, and so you know, it was another relationship, and and that was one of those things that came up of like, well, this you know, this guy did this to me, and and so in that relationship, it was this whole returning back to me, but it was a way more involved process, and and I ended up like, you know, returning more back to me than I ever thought I could, but 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 in terms of joy, I actually started laughing more like me and and I remember how much of a process it was well fast forward to like you know to to access consciousness coming into my life and mm-hmm. um this <laughs> the other night when we were finishing up the energetic synthesis of being with Dane here in San Francisco and on the last night there was 10 of us in this really really posh steakhouse you know it was mostly men in suits 
And because there was 10 of us, we were in this section of the restaurant where, you know, there was the bigger parties and then we were all at this big square table. So there was a big square table on one side of us and then us. And then on the other side, six gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And there was like some empty tables behind them. Well, Willie uh, Russell and I got to just, just like the energy between us just started flowing and we were talking and creating and laughing up the storm. <laughs> and when I get laughing, my laugh is so loud. <laughs> and so I ended up closing the curtain and moving to the far back side of the room, you know. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. You know, and, and it was funny because like we were just, just enjoying each other, you know, mm-hmm. and, and even everyone else on the, at the table was looking over at us like, I love what she's having, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the things that I really became aware of is that joy in this reality, that amount of joy is is a wrongness. Like, yeah. it is not okay to be that joyful, period. Mm-hmm. It's just not okay. It's not something you do because you're... You know, the the thing here in this reality is to fit in, to blend in, to not have your head stick up too high, to wear all the same colors, sort of, so that, you know, you don't stick mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so everything that that is, yeah. and all the ways in which we've just bent, folded, stapled, and mutilated ourselves to fit into the re- paradigm of this reality, can we just join yeah. and create that? <laughs> oh, please. Holy, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, 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 shorts, boys, and beyonds. I'm amazed there's always the charge around that. I mean, we can have this conversation, I don't know how, this kind of conversation, a million godzillion times, and I'm so amazed at how every single time there's a huge charge that comes up because we're, it so permeates the fiber of of everything we've created and every way we've created. So, wow. Yeah, and that's what, you know, that's where the joy and four-letter word, other four-letter words came from. Because I'm like, in this reality, joy is a total four-letter word. It's like, you're allowed to be joyful if you're drunk, if you're on drugs, if you're two. And uh, other than that, yeah. tone it down, would you? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's almost like you're, are you allowed to have true joy? Because, you know, all of those yeah. things you mentioned, except for being two, I think at two, uh, yes, we can be gen- genuinely joyful because it's who we be. Um, oh, but we, either. how how often is it turned into something that is sort of like an acceptable guise that we can quote unquote find happiness or joy through? And and how often does that really come to fruition, or is that even true, truly having joy? Totally. Yeah, wow. and it's like it's like Joy's gotten totally bastardized and misidentified and all of that. Wow. Yeah. So was that present? Um, would you say in your even growing up? Because your excerpt from your book. Do you mind if I if I read this? No, please. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you like to read it since it's your your book? Or oh gosh. You've got <laughs> I have it pulled up so I can okay <laughs> I can read it. <laughs> I'll just. Uh, uh, Crystal Crawford's word via Keisha Clark for a moment, if you will. Ah, it's her upcoming ebook. I spent years being annoyed at joy. It was something we sang about at Christmas. Repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. It was my middle name for frick's sake. Even more annoying. Because I spent most of my life sad and lonely and terrified and stressed and wanting to hide. There was nothing in my universe that was joy. And then, access consciousness. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, yeah. I still get a little shiver. Now tell us, do you, do you have a title for this beautiful book? This beautiful joy and other four-letter words. I it is joy and other four-letter <laughs> oh, I love I that. I think that I works just, beautifully. 
Yeah, How cool I is that? Mean, I got to have the topic that's the title of your book. <laughs> no, no, no. This is sort of like pre-world premiere, guys. How honored am I? <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! That's some joy yeah. there, girly. <laughs> oh, and that's wow. just totally true. Like most of my life is like, I mean, it's just so funny. I look at my name, you know, Crystal Joy. And, you know, my mom used to just go on and on about how she loved my name and she picked my name because I was so sparkling and da da da. But our life growing up was like, was hard. Like, it was hard. My parents fought all the time. Um, <clears throat> you know, I was the oldest of five kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, my job was a real protective role from my point of view. And, you know, there was sexual abuse in my family. And we were very, uh, we were very ingrown, like there weren't a lot of family, no, there was no family friends around. School was really difficult for me socially, so I, you know, and I didn't have the clothes to fit in, so I didn't, I got made fun of all the time, so, like, literally my, my one haven in my life was was the books that I chose to read, <clears throat> and so joy for me was like, and, and what was funny about it, like, in our house, birthdays were this really big deal, and, you know, and we would put on the show of joy. You know, we would decorate the house, and, and, and it was a thing. And it had to be done perfectly, and there had to be cake, and there had to be balloons and everything. And there would be this massive argument on the holiday, you know, Christmas, birthdays, whatever. Um, but we, we always put on a really good show of joy. Wow. But, our, but the reality of our life was, like, was totally not that. Wow. So I wonder how many people can relate to this this sort of um... – it's like joy is required, like you have to be happy. Yeah. Uh, like you were saying, you were putting on, the family was putting on the show, and it's almost like this production that has to be made. And I know, I have known a lot of people who've had a very similar kind of experience growing up, um, whether that's like to present a picture of the family to the outside world. And even there were some within my family that um, different members of the family were trying to present that production to other members of the family you know like to just to prove like i i didn't mess up i didn't you know fall off the wagon i didn't blah 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 and mm-hmm. and so there's such a pressure and and how do we really within all of that it's like it, it totally i want to say makes sense even though not necessarily from a logical place but i so get how we go into that bastardization of joy and we create that as something that is this sort of pseudo joy and we're trying to create our life from that fakeness. And so it's interesting. <laughs> Christine and I got to have a fun conversation about faking it the other night on her mm-hmm. show, Inspired Choices. And, and so as you're talking about joy being like, so the way you experienced it before you began to find the tools to change it was so not what, what joy really is. So yeah, totally. how interesting is that, 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 one of the points I was talking about the other night was in excess consciousness, we have the statement, everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be. And and it came up for me again as you were talking. It's like, wow. Now, we're going to go to a break here in just a second. And one of the things I would like to play with when we come back is like a, a bit of your process and part of what the energy that was coming up for me as you were talking a few minutes ago was, wow, what a potent freaking creator you be to put this scenario together for you to be stepping into the arena you're stepping into now so um wow wow 
<laughs> and on that, let's just go to break. You're listening to Living Well on A to Zen dot F and please stay with us. We have more joy and all other kinds of four letter words to play with, y'all. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com now back to our show <laughs> welcome to the next segment of living well on a to zen.fm and i am having the delightful experience today of creating some magnificence with the lovely crystal joy crawford crystal <laughs> so before the break um the question for me, one of the questions that came up is, what are some of your awarenesses you you are having or are you having awarenesses around the amazing creation of your familial unit and your early life and living um, as you are moving into, expanding into, becoming more of what you are and who you are now? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question um, because we're not – really told that we created our former life, you know, so that we could get to where we're at. We're kind of told that we had to suffer it and we were the victim of it and, you know, and poor us. <clears throat> and I'm really, really glad you framed it that way because I, oh man, you know, it's funny, like I, uh, 
<clears throat> my mother's probably been the the bane of my existence for for most of my life, you know. But mm-hmm. she's she's and and it was funny because I just took a body class um, a couple of weeks ago, and there was all kinds of mother stuff coming up and whatever mm-hmm. I had questions. Um, but I ended up saying, you know, she is she's everything that I don't want to be. I want to, I'm, I've become the opposite of everything that she is. Mm-hmm. And what it, and and it was as I said that that I realized what a gift that was to me. Wow. And as I said that, I just, the, the gratitude in my universe for who she was changed, you know, because it's like we spend so much of our life resisting and reacting to that and, mm-hmm. you know, to our parents and to whatever it is we've gone through. And what if it was a gift? And and that, I would say, is probably the biggest awareness is that is that everything that, that I went through and everything that I chose to overcome mm-hmm. um, created created me you know that's what created me and I'm so thankful for that um yeah it's uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) so Uh, and another show oh sorry no it's fine I'm just like yeah well another like something else that I find interesting is um I love to play with words and um I think it was my second the second show of living well um the topic that that kind of jumped in was what's in a name and um one of the things we played with was um you know d- around the questions of do we do we choose our name are we capable of that and then off the sort of the flip side is do we make our name really significant and we let it limit us but then there's a you know one of the things that i'm finding kind of fun as we're talking and i'm really looking at your name crystal <laughs> joy and even though crystal is a different spelling you know um, do, do you know the? Did she, did, was there a specific origin of this spelling of your first name? Well, I think it has a French origin, um, but my mom wanted to put Christ in it. Oh, isn't that interesting? That takes it to another conversation. I know, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I know. But, but it's like the joy, I, and then you know, crystals are used for amplification, and um, it's like the amplification of joy, the expansion of joy. I'm like. Damn, girl. <laughs> yeah. Just land on the planet with like some fierce creative potential, honey. I mean, <laughs> I love how that shows up. I just think that is so fascinating how energy, you know, the energy of who we be comes through in a myriad of ways, but like the things we it's it's like we are creating amazingness and and if you kind of remove that veil of something you know that that our lives happen to us or are happening to us it's like wait a minute whoa have you ever played with with that around your name as you've been leaning into this book choosing into this and you know what i haven't and now that you've read it i appreciate that and what a gift that was like the amplification of joy i mean the energy of that if you were saying that was like holy shit yes what did you just do keisha you just changed the world oh my god I mean, no, but I was like, holy, that's exactly, and that, and that, and since I found access consciousness, like all these tools that actually give you the, the tools to, to get out from under this lies that we bought, that we mm-hmm. are sad, that we are unhappy, that we are stressed, that we have mm-hmm. problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the amount that my, the amount that my head gets tossed back into the adjacent wall from laughing is like, <laughs> is, is ridiculous. And the amount of gratitude I have in my universe is like, just growing and growing and growing. Wow. And, That's awesome. 
I think that's, I mean, if you ask me about, um, you know, insights or whatever the brilliant word you used was, I mean, one of the things that I'm really discovering now is that, you know, this past year for me has just been a big whirlwind of creation and, and using the tools and all of that, and it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. But every time I go to class, I'm always asked, yes, but are you willing to have fun? Mm. And it's so interesting because it's like I've spent so much of my life on a mission to heal and a mission to change the world and on a mission to uh, <laughs> be different, you know, and change everything about me that's like not what it should be. And just there's been so much mission, you know, in my universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And lately what it's melting into is joy, is, is fun and ease. Wow. And that's what I'm starting to get is that true joy is, is, yes, laughing and having a good time, but true joy is ease. Oh, I love that. My whole body just <laughs> exhaled. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, um, uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was, it was, just, it was, it's something that I have been not allowing myself to just slip into for most of my life and something that I totally be. Oh, that was what I was, yeah. 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 And isn't it amazing how many ways we can come up with to stop ourselves from the being, yeah. from that being what we already be? And yeah. wow. Because <laughs> that's so fun. You know, I mean, how else would we have hobbies, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and and we stop ourselves so many different ways. And I think, you know, refusing to to acknowledge how much ease and joy we actually be. I mean, it's so funny. I, I asked this question at the at the ESC, and, and I was talking to Dane, and I was like, yeah, but Dane, it is so much joy. I forget what I was talking about, but I was like, mm-hmm. I, I said, that space of being you're talking about that's so different from what I've been choosing, yeah, there's so much joy in that, and like so much ease. And he said, yeah, and so much glory. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> All of life really does come to me with ease and joy and glory. And I and I remember when I first saw that mantra, I was I was annoyed. I was like, uh-huh. What the fuck is that? All of life comes to me with ease, joy and glory. Whatever. Okay, fine. What but I, you know, what the fuck? You know, like that's annoying. Like all of life is fucking hard and you work hard and you fix the problems and you cry a lot and you punch pillows and that's what life has been for me. So fuck you with your Easter and glory. And there's still something about the access consciousness things I can't change. So tell me more. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it used to really bug me, like really bug me with joyful stuff because I did not know how to be, I did not know how to be it. Wow. And what, as it turns out, it wasn't that I didn't know how to be it. It was that I was refusing to choose it. And I was refusing out of this this not knowing that I was not the hard shell that I thought I was. I was actually the soft underbelly. Wow. That's so beautiful. Yeah. So, <laughs> so choosing, choosing you, what has that been like over the last few months? I mean, I have really enjoyed that you're sharing some of your adventures and your experiences Um and I know there's a lot of people that are very fond of you um, for a multitude <laughs> of reasons. But I think, one of, well, for me, one of the things that endears you to me, not to make that significant, but that I just so appreciate about who you be is that you just you put it out there. You just put yeah. your experiences out there and you're like, you know what? I don't have to be the only one who's doing this. And and yeah. I so appreciate your willingness to be that vulnerability and and what has that been like for you? What what else are you discovering? I I mean the biggest thing I'm discovering is that vulnerability changes everything. Mm. 
it just changes everything. It's like the willingness to just be you, no matter what that is, no matter, um, no matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. It, it can be totally messy. It can be totally joyful. It can be, um, it doesn't matter. It's uh, because, it, I, I mean, I, Heather and I talk about that a lot, actually, that, yeah. that that's actually the thing that really got me about Dane is that in all of his classes, he's totally, totally vulnerable. He's totally present. He's, yeah. And it's that vulnerability mixed with his skill in like facilitating the beauty out of a person mm-hmm. that changes people. And that's, I don't know, man. It's like the more I'm willing to just be me and be the beautiful mess that I be, <laughs> the more and the more I'm willing to just share that, uh, the more people around me are just kind of melting into more of who they be. Cool. And I just love that. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, let's see, where do I want to go with that? Um, (laughs) Well, like what I'm experiencing, you know, we have conversations in access around as people, as we are letting go of, and we use the phrase destroying and uncreating, um, the things that are making us solid and making our lives solid. Um, we become more space of the space we truly be. And, and what's really fascinating is knowing that you've been to the ESB and you guys are doing class this weekend, you and Heather and Napa. Um, there is like this beautiful spaciousness of you that I'm experiencing. And one of the things I've heard Dane and Gary talk about is, you know, when someone is that much space, as they become more space, you can't really like grab on to stuff in a conversation yeah. with them, or you can't really like, in many ways, you can't really stick that person. There's because the space just is so uh, liquid and, and elastic that the, the little darts that, that people often would throw in or the things we're looking for for reference points or connection points, they're not there. And so I'm having this really cool experience. Like I just keep asking the conversation where it wants to go because there's this beautiful space that you are being. And, and I'm like, wow, this is what Dane and Gary are talking about. And it's so cool. And I hope I'm not speaking Greek to a whole bunch of folks, but uh, if any of you are able to perceive this as well, just kind of like, just like let this kind of be in your universe. This is a, this is this possibility. This is one of the limitless possibilities um, as we let go of the things that we have used to identify ourselves and connect ourselves to the linear reality based in effort and calculation and computation and all of that so thank you for this wow this is delightful (laughs) (laughs) and we have another break coming so um we're just going to enjoy this delicious space and um, we will come back and play with some more words and energy and space and expansion and loveliness with the joyful crystal crawford we'll be right back Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent 
and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com now back to our show <laughs> welcome to the spacious living well on there's a bunch of us space kids here having way too much fun to manage <laughs> and how does it get even better than that with the delightful crystal joy crawford wow i am so happy that you came to play with me today this is so much fun and thank you for being the amazing and bringing that to the table. And wow. So, so I would like to play this. Um, I've asked in the chat room um, if anyone has uh, any other four-letter quote-unquote words that you have noticed in your realities, in your world, in your lives, in your universe. Um, and one that came up for me as I was playing with um, approaching today um, was another one that's pretty popular as a really it's a four-letter word is sex. Mm-hmm. So, do we want to talk about sex, Crystal? <laughs> I don't like talking about sex, you know. I don't oh. really like sex oh, very much. I don't think we should talk oh, about well, sex. Well, okay. Okay, maybe... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> That's funny. Let's talk about sex. A four-letter word of magnitude in society <laughs> and, and pretty much anywhere you go. Um, I don't know if anyone else can relate. Maybe it's just me and Crystal. I don't know. I think it's but... Uh, it's been a it's been a bit of a hot button in uh, in pretty much everything in, in pretty much everywhere, um, and w- was that also present energy of that uh, with around sex and what people defined sex as in your upbringing in your in your life the way it was being created in the yeah, early days. I mean, like I had a really amazing conversation about this the other day actually because like it's, 
you know, in talking about choosing your family so that you become who it is that you become, I picked I picked every single thing that could possibly stop me from the joy of embodiment. Every single thing. I mean, I I picked religious parents. Like we were in a cult that where you didn't have sex, like you didn't eat oh, you didn't eat meat, you didn't eat you didn't play rock music, like you wore pastel colors, like you know, there was like rules out the fucking wazoo. And then when we got, when my dad left because of the sexual abuse that was present in my family, you know, more repression, um, we became Mormon, which is like, you know, what is that? And then after that, we became Christian. And then I went to Bible school after that, where you're not supposed to have sex while you're in Bible school. And then I got married to somebody who had a porn problem and didn't want to have sex with me. So, you know. I would so, say you are masterful, girl. Is not creator much? Um, yeah, holy fuck. And you know, as it turns out, I fucking love sex. <laughs> right? I love sex more than anybody I know. <laughs> it's really it quite nice, isn't it? It's pretty awesome. and folded and like crushed into the ground for me for most of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love... Go ahead. I, well, no, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, and where I went with that is making myself totally wrong, like yeah. totally wrong for every single whim and and natural thing that I would choose. I would just make myself totally wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. how much fun is a no joy, no sex universe? Oh my God! No, <laughs> what the fuck would you choose that for? <laughs> I mean, you know, I was going to say, I was like, you choose that for, Gary, Gary, you choose that for what fucking reason? Like, exactly. I, I need to one right now. Just because you can? Okay. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, yeah. and donated it. I know, totally. But it's what's crazy is that in this reality, I mean, and, you know, this is what's been interesting about being, being more single and, and playing out in the world a bit more, is that there's so much judgment around sex. Like, mm-hmm. so much judgment around body and so much judgment around sex, and like, as you know, one of the things that Access kind of introduces you to is the concept of sexual healer. Mm-hmm. And when I first started discovering that, I was that, and that I, you know, and even with the sexual abuse in my family, that I had this potency to stop it. Um, I mean, that started kind of changing everything because, like, in the beginnings, I would come away from sex and I would just feel so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. Because what I didn't realize is I was choosing partners that would you know, that I could heal so that they would feel better and I would take it all on and I'd come away from the experience and I would feel worse. Yeah. And I didn't I know I was... you're bringing that up. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't know I was doing it. And how many of us have done that? How many of us are that? And and how many of us ha- are are that and haven't... I wonder how many people haven't even come to the discovery of that just yet. And they're yeah. having the no joy, no sex universe. Yeah. Because that's really how it's presented so often, even though the facade is that sex is supposed to make you joyful. Yeah. And how many people yeah. actually have joy in sex? Two four-letter words together. I don't know if imagine that <laughs> yeah, has anything we're really to do with it, the but you know. <laughs> now we're getting like wild. a double whammy, you know. Yeah. Um, so, so, and what I love, one of the things I have just, oh, it's been such a yummy, wow, awesomeness around and in the work of access is the brilliant um, sort of, I don't want to say breakdown, but the, the energy behind the words sex, 
sexualness and copulation and sexuality in in the work of access consciousness and with the word sex in access consciousness we're referring to receiving sex is about receiving and when i first heard that i had for a long long time there had always been a receiving energy around sex for me um but not in a good way because i what i noticed so often is that there was all of this push energy around sex which was referring to copulation not necessarily receiving mm-hmm. and so coming into access it it gave me such a there was such a this really almost relief it's like oh i have a different way that i can perceive and be this and be around the energies of this and that in access consciousness we we say the word sexualness when we're referring to the nurturing kindness gentle loving caring um energies that we organically be and um so it's fascinating that within those energies is where we can tap into that joy yeah. and so letting go of all of the definitions of what we've created sex sex as a four letter word in our lives and as our lives would anybody have to destroy and create all that cuz there's a bit of energy around the word sex. totally <laughs> <laughs> right wrong good bad puck pocket online shorts boys and beyonds wow and yeah. and how often i, I just am, i'm still just stunned by so much of so many people's lives being created as the resistance or from the resistance to receiving. And one of the things I'm hearing in what you're sharing, and as you're sharing your your story of your adventures, um, is you were choosing to receive. You began to choose to receive more. And so uh, I love the phrase having sex with the universe (laughs) in an access consciousness way. Because there is, you know, but and, and I think it's no coincidence, really, that at least for me, you know, copulation, there is that, you can say there's that literalness of receiving. You are receiving your lover, um, mm-hmm. your partner, in a very literal way. Uh, so it, it was no surprise to me that the energy of sex showed up as receiving in the body of access consciousness. Um, so how does that, how is that sort of factored into how you've, played with the stuff you've been doing. Yeah, I'm really glad you talked about receiving because that was the word that was popping for me in the last break. <laughs> <It's> receiving. <laughs> I, I mean, cause one of the things that's really changed for me in the last month even, and I, I'm sure it's been steadily changing, but I've noticed a major shift in the last month is my level of receiving. And I mean, it, it's, it's, it's dramatic to the point where I'll walk outside and I'll feel the sun on my skin and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I mean, like, it's like every molecule gets warm, you know, and I, mm-hmm. and I can feel them all, and I just want to stand there and, like, soak in it, and so I have been. And then <clears throat> walk into a coffee shop, and, like, that smell of the coffee shop is like, oh, my God, like, could that be any more delicious? And then when we were at the ESB this past, this past ESB was a really, really different class. Because, and even Dane noticed it, because there was no fighting, and there was no competition, and it was like every single person in that room was just there being the space of gifting and receiving. And I got to spend some time with some really amazing people this weekend in particular that 
just it, 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 that the way we were able to just be with each other and just be the kindness and generosity and the the ease and the just the gifting of that presence in in each other's face, you know, no matter what we were doing, if we were yeah. doing if we were doing body work in, in class, or if we were just sitting next to each other, or if we were outside of class having a meal or riding in a cab, it really didn't matter. Mm-hmm. There was so much of that gifting of generosity of spirit present yeah. that it it changed me. Mm-hmm. And I and I watched it change everybody else in the room, and I and I watched as people stepped into being more of them, that changing people, and it was like this 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 really massive gift of receiving that mm-hmm. shifted for so many people, and definitely for me, and I had never really realized how much I'd never put receiving and sex and copulation together. I'd never wow. that had never been a reality for me. You know, it had always been you survive it, you you have it, but you judge it, hide it. Um, and it always been all these other things, but it, you know, and, and lately it's shifted into the space of total receiving. Beautiful. And and it's it's amazing because when I do choose copulation or I choose a partner, like that the sex is totally different. It's yeah. totally different. And I'm having sex with like every single, just like you said, with like the universe. It's like when I walk outside and I have a strawberry in the morning and I drink my coffee. And I mean, it's like, it's like, how does it get better? I know. <laughs> I know. Like, it makes you all giddy. <laughs> And it's like, oh my gosh, how, it's like, that's one of those things that I, I don't know about you, but I find myself, it's like, how could I convey this? Because I, I just know that people would be choosing this if they could like just have a taste of that. You know, it doesn't have to be spectacular rock star, like lifestyle. It's like, I walk outside and there's like bunnies and birds and the cats and the beautiful leaves blowing. And it's like the whole moment just permeates every pore of me, every cell of my being. And and it's yeah. just intoxicating. It and is it's totally. Like, uh, but, you know, one of the things, Keisha, I've noticed, because like, it used to really annoy me. People like us used to really annoy me. <laughs> talking because I was like you know I mean like you, we get all these on Facebook is a great example you get all these um there's there's so many uh pages and, and sites yeah. devoted to like positive thinking and like uh-huh. you know making sure that the only things in your universe are positive and blah 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 and I, I used to just fucking piss me off I'm like you know what life is pain people you know get a grip <laughs> it is a no joy no sex universe damn it yeah 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 it is. Because I'm listening to us talk about this, and this is a totally different. This is, this is what that reality, like that. This reality is trying to get to joy through the path of like positive thinking, and like, okay, I'm only going to put positive things in my life, and I'm only going to talk positive things, and I'm only going to do, which is a total, total missing the point of what this receiving is. Because this receiving is like on a molecular, like every pore, like every uh, instant, every sense. Smell every every space, every perceiving and knowing coming in and coming in and out like the the smoke wrapped in mystery that we be. You know, it's yeah. it's a totally different space. Uh-huh. So 
can we just destroy and create everything that that other thing is and all the ways that he's bastardized receiving? Yes, please. <sighs> and everything that is, right? We're under that pop-pop on shorts so we can be on. Mm. Times a godzillion. Wow. Godzillion. It's wow. It's like, what have we made receiving that it isn't? And what is it that we know about receiving that if we would just acknowledge and know it and be it? would actually change everything. I mean, I walk around as this new space and, you know, I walk into a room now and, and the people around me change. Like, the environment around me changes. It's like everything just, it's like the sunshine just walking by a flower and the flower going, ooh, <laughs> And you know, is that what it is? So it's like, uh, that's just a beautiful visual. I, I love that. Like if you've ever walked into a garden, whether it's a garden that you've tended or somewhere else, you know, like um, we have uh, not far from where I am, there's a botanical gardens type of place. And it's just always like spectacular colors and textures and shapes and heights and oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you just imagine sitting amongst uh, that the the plants and the nature and the creatures in the garden, and it's like the wind, the breeze comes through, and they all just kind mm. of receive it and float mm-hmm. with it and take it in. And what they then, like what I perceive, which is so awesome for me, is like what they then ex- exude, what they then share. You know, they we take in this beautiful energy, and then what are we able to expand out into the universe as more of us? Oh my gosh, shivers, goosies! <laughs> it's like the possibilities of of that are available to us when we be that is what I love in the process of this discovery that I'm choosing and that you're choosing for you. Yeah. And and each of it is, this is another thing. It's like everybody who's hearing Crystal and I have this conversation, I hope that you are aware or please be aware that each of us is having our own path, our own set of choices and process of choices into this in the way it is for each of us. And how beautiful is that? that there is no wrong way for us to do this. And cho- there's no wrong choice for us to be making, to be having more of our lives and creating more in our lives and as our lives. Do you find that really awesome in what you're playing with, Crystal? Yeah, and I'm really, I'm so glad you brought that up because, like, I, oh, I'm going to be the crying end of the show. I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> one of the, <laughs> just like, um, but I, I mean, I've been doing access now for a year, you know, so there's all these tools of who does it belong to and, and question and choice and possibility. And I talk about that stuff a lot, but there, and there is a but because like I, I went to this ESB this weekend and I've been to a lot of big classes, but I feel like I actually kind of just started to get it this last weekend after a year. <laughs> because one of the things that I started to realize was that we as the infinite beings that we be are actually at our core totally beautiful. Mm. Totally beautiful. And we've bought all these lies about us. You know, it's like they've got these chunks of just lie all over our beautiful bodies, all over our being of lie, you know, that that we are not enough and that we're, there's something wrong with us and that we're totally fatally destroyed or that we've been abused, we can't recover from it, or mm-hmm. it was our fault that our sister died, or 
I mean, it, because as the, as the beings that we be, we're so much caring and so much like, we so want everybody around us to be okay. And so we've gone our whole lives and just taken on all the lie all over us, all over yeah. us. And what I watch Dean invite people to and what we can be the invitation to is taking those things and, and just clearing off all the lie, that lie, and then that lie, and then that lie. And those people would just sit there and look at themselves and be like, oh, my God, is that actually me? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that beautiful being, that's actually the beauty that you truly be. And it was just, it was absolutely life-changing, like, to watch that and to be a part of that. <sighs> and so, yeah. yeah, everywhere where we've thought that we are anything but the beauty that we actually be can destroy and create that times a godzillion. Oh, yes, please. You know, I, what a gift. What an amazing, amazing gift to get to have this conversation today. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, wow, I'm, I'm just loving how oh, it's unfolding so beautifully. Um, we only have a couple minutes left. Uh, is there a, a way people can reach you, Crystal, to play oh, yes. more with Crystal Crawford? <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, my website's uh, www.crystaljoycrawford.com. <laughs> so that's an easy way you can connect with me on Facebook. There's lots of really fun things coming down the pike. I'm going to be writing an ebook and um, doing a telecall thing called The Beauty of Being. Oh, um okay. Yeah, so Facebook's probably the best way to just kind of keep tabs on me and see what's coming out. But, cool. yeah, thank you so much for this, Keisha. Thank you for oh the invitation that you be. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, and isn't it nice? We laughed and we actually talked. So <laughs> <laughs> We managed to have a conversation this time. Yeah, go us. <laughs> and it was really good for me, Crystal. I hope it was good for you. It was so good for me. I'm about to go smoke. <laughs> So, uh, if you would like to experience the joy of Crystal Crawford, please check her out on Facebook. And um, and you know, in the for the coming week, just everywhere that you are finding, you have run into or bumped into the energy of that being anything being a four letter word in your life. Could you just take a second and choose beyond that, destroy and uncreate everything that gets you stuck. And choose beyond that and know that you are far more than you can even comprehend. It's been a beautiful conversation with the beautiful Krista Crawford. I thank you and I wish everybody a fantastic week. Bye-bye, folks. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime...